0: I said girls, did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree
1: and get out of here? The blackest diet. Kill his gone. Come on! Let's this. Let's this. Let's this. Let's this. You're a terminated fucker. Never die, man. Rose. When we're dying, we don't need Rose.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jeff and welcome back to the Skewered Universe podcast. Yeah, we've not done anything since August, and we're back. And I am joined by my co-host Leanne. How are you doing, Leanne? Suck a bag of dicks. I'm Uh, doing great. What a way to start 2021. (laughs) I know. First off, happy new year, everyone. We are not going to get political this year. We're going to steer away. We could. We got a lot to say. If you want news and political stuff, there are plenty other places to go. Not here. Um, Shit's crazy. That's all I'm going to say.
1: It's everywhere. We don't need it here.
0: We don't need it here. This is your chance to step away and listen to us bullshit for roughly an hour. With that being said... 2020 is done. It's over with. Dusted. In the books.
1: The year of COVID. The year of BS. <laughs> what does that make 2021, the year of? Uh, so far... it's not starting out well.
0: So far, more of 2020 has just crossed over. <laughs> Proving that the arbitrary changing of one year to another based on an old calendar doesn't mean shit.
1: Things will get better this year. Never is.
0: There's never a miracle at midnight, (laughs) is there? Uh, Yeah, my plans for Nick Cage November kind of went out the window. Things just got a little
1: crazy. We just kind of pushed things to the side for a while. I think it's safe to say we can blame it on COVID just because it's affected everyone at such a... It's such a a complete, full, big level that...
0: The the mental game was was severely altered. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We just... We weren't feeling up to it. We had plans. I had plans. Don't we all have plans? plans? Do I look like a guy with a plan? I just do
1: things. You know, you can uh, actually... I don't know if you're familiar with the technology, Jeff, but you can actually insert clips... Of the movie, and you don't have to.
0: <laughs> Just because I wanted to quote the Dark Knight in 2021, <laughs> you can get off my ass. He's he's looking at me like he's going to kill me. So <laughs> JK, yeah, JK. <laughs> no, no, no. No domestic violence. <laughs> We're not allowed to joke about that. So we didn't record a show since August. Uh, lots gone on with us. We'll just jump to October, because nothing really happened in September. Uh, we got married. Yeah. We had our little virtual ceremony. Yeah. Thanks to COVID. Yeah. Good but, times. Uh, you know what? It was It was nice to do it. We feel better that we did it, and when things are somewhat normalized, we'll have family and friends over there who want to celebrate with us and do some. But we are officially married. These Skewered Universe hosts... Oh, geez. Bound by honor and blood
1: <laughs> Half Of everything you own Is mine
0: That is very true And I will remember that till my dying day
1: Only because you won't let me live down <laughs> That I must honor you
0: Yeah part of the vow said <laughs> honor And I was making a joke for the next Like almost month <laughs> <laughs> Honor me <laughs> And then she goes, remember, half your stuff is mine, so if I leave, I take whatever I want, and that includes the PS4 and whatever else. I was like,
1: <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> Jokes, laugh, 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 funny, funny, funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's all in good fun. People. Yeah. It's all in good fun. So October came and went, Halloween didn't really do anything. No. November, with Thanksgiving, came and went, you went and saw your mom. Yep. I basically did nothing, and I could have podcasted. I had ideas to podcast, and I let the time get away from me because I think I just wanted a slight mental break from everything. December came and wet. Nothing for Christmas. Nothing really for New Year's. It just, it was, that's what we did. We really didn't do a whole lot. Nope. Except, and I was surprised that you actually wanted to go back and watch it, we watched both seasons of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay, you get that one. You get Deadpool. Okay, you've won some. Okay. <laughs> the funny thing is, you actually I think you enjoyed it more than you thought you would. Yes, I don't understand everyone's love for Mando, but not Mando the the child character.
0: Oh, yes, the Mandalorian, the bounty hunter. That's what
1: I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Jinjarin. I don't get it.
1: Everyone loves him. Because he's
0: kind of cool. And his armor's badass.
1: I don't like his face.
0: (laughs) 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 Whenever he takes his helmet off, she's like...
1: (laughs) I don't like it when their faces and their voices don't match up. It isn't right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we got through both seasons. I had already watched the first season and I started the second one and you were like well, wait who's that little guy talking about the child I oh damn it I like, did not want to like uh, him so I said do you want me to go back to the first season and she's like I don't uh-huh. know uh, yeah whatever okay <laughs> yes <laughs> so we went back and now blasphemy people are going to want to you know string me up burn me at the stake like I'm um, fucking Vanessa Ives and her fucking witch companion in Penny Dreadful which we'll get to I am not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I don't get offended when movies are made and they don't follow everything to a T or, God forbid, there's a fucking woman in the fucking lead role. I thought the recent trilogy was fine. They're okay. Who cares? I really enjoyed The Mandalorian. Both seasons, really good. I'm kind of wondering where it's going to go for season three. They're saying there's going to be a season three. We finally got to see uh, Grogu use some of those, some more of his Jedi powers. And yes, I'm calling him Grogu. He is not Baby Yoda. He's not Yoda. Yoda's a completely different character. Same species, different character. So all y'all going, but it's Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yoda's already dead by this point. Dusted. He's a Force ghost at this point. Bye bye. Show up in dreams. I will guide you correctly for force shit will i do <laughs> i'm leaving it in i'm leaving it in i don't care i'll leave it in but it was good and something i didn't know because even though i looked at the cast listing remember the when they went back in season two he was looking for the sharpshooter and there was that blue guy at the desk who kind of puffed out shit from his gills was really kind of nervous kind of like eh, i'll just stay here with the car uh. Kind of a f- weird fish looking dude. It was Horatio Sands from Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Then I heard another podcast talk about it uh, the Two Mikes podcast, if anyone's curious, go find them. They were talking about it and were like, oh yeah, Horatio Sands. I'm like, what the fuck? So I looked it up. I'm like, oh shit. I had no idea. But very good. If you got Disney Plus, if you're a Star Wars fan, watch it. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan and you like serial kind of old school it's it's kind of like a western cereal kind of it kind of has that feel but it's in the star wars universe yeah yeah it's really good hold on sip of whiskey because you're a man (sighs) because just like 2020 2021 is the year i'm gonna drink (laughs) more yeah although i didn't drink that much in 2020
1: I can't imagine I would smoke more weed in 2021 than I did in 2020. <laughs> I smoked oh. a lot of weed, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh,
0: it was crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, what else did we watch in that time? We did The Mandalorian, both seasons of that, which approved, go check them out. Oh, we did see the newest season of Big Mouth. Mm hmm. Which was good. Which was good. And it had the funniest moment of all the seasons with a dead bird that was bloated and had a squeaky butthole.
1: It was amazing. We <laughs> wound it and laughed so many times over and over. Uh,
0: the show gets more and more brilliant and then has these just ridiculous moments of stupid comedy like that. Where Seth Rogen's character was showing the girl he was crushing on at their summer camp the bloated dead bird in the woods (laughs) said hey if I poke its butthole it'll make noise and it it squeaked and we
1: like like, died laughing
0: we went back probably eight (laughs) times
1: (laughs) Uh, it's just this tiny little squeak
0: I think this season hit hit even more this season of Big Mouth I should say which was what is it season three at this point season four might be season four I think it's season four Mm. I think they hit a little little harder issues because they had the transgender issues yes yes yes. which I think they handled very well it was hey this is who this person is treat them this way and that character was like I just want to be treated for who I am this is who I am
1: I like how they're handling Missy's character very very well oh yes I got fired up
0: (laughs) (laughs) Missy is finally finding herself. Which is cool, because you can see the inner conflict of the character. Mm -hmm. Which also leads into the recasting of the voice actress, but that's... You know, that comes out of the Black Lives Matter movement last year and that. Her saying goodbye to her overalls.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Remember when you peed in me? (laughs) 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 So many good things her dad saying things that bothered me her mom saying things (laughs) that bothered me (laughs) so many things (laughs) wow and in turn Missy
0: just like clapping
1: back Mm -hmm. at him like Mm -hmm. dad why don't you act more black and that upset me (laughs) I was like oh oh, she did not no no but his response was perfect he goes well I act like myself true which
0: is the perfect Mm -hmm. like I don't have to act how you say I Mm -hmm. should it was it was really good. It hit on on harder issues: the transgender, the black people having to act one way for this particular group of people and then act this way for another group, which shouldn't be the case. Just be who you are. But it was it was really good. I'm trying to remember. Were there any movies that we checked out?
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: She's turning down F is for Family that we have playing in the background.
1: <laughs> I hear her yelling and I'm like, oh no, volume down, down, down. <laughs>
0: so so if you heard that in the background, it was F is for Family on Netflix. It's probably, I don't know, it's one that we just go to put on. In the
1: yeah. Background. Yeah.
0: This is just a catch-up episode, people, so we're just kind of letting you know what's going on. I have oh. to clear my throat so bad. <laughs> <clears> throat> right ahead, I can, I can clear that out <clears throat> in post. Okay, I'm good. We can clear that out in post and I'll take this out too. Yeah, there's... Or
1: we can leave it in. Who cares? <laughs> I think
0: 2021 is a year that I'm really going to focus more on the podcast for you guys. Give you a little bit more. The transmissions episodes. Yes, I know. You give me that look like I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> what else have I
1: got to do with He's talking 2021? to me, not you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's look, giving me the look like, yeah, that's what you said last year, the year before, when you first started. <laughs> I think after kind of assessing everything that went down in 2020 with everyone being on lockdown, not able to go anywhere, you can't get together with anyone, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to be home. Why not record something? Content. Content, content, content. To quote Leanne, (laughs) she is all about content. Another sip of whiskey.
1: But I'm, I'm so into content in, in in a way that's very mysterious <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I
0: never quite know What, what content's going to be with you
1: Yeah I've got stuff saved up That I could use randomly And just throw people off Which is amazing yeah. <laughs> We have a new logo In the works mm-hmm.
0: My friend, my closest friend in the world Eddie is designing a new logo for the show So that'll be coming this year the transmissions episodes which I started to touch on which I was using for oh if I'm watching a new show that maybe Leanne's not watching with me or you know I see a new release movie that I want to talk about still going to kind of touch there but I think I'm going to transition it a little bit more to focus on something that I've really gotten heavily back into which is goddamn motherfucking professional wrestling and I ain't talking the WWE tired bland bullshit Some of you are going to get offended because you're hardcore fans. I grew up on the E. When it was WWF, I grew up on it. So I get it. But they've burned me one too many times. So my allegiance has gone to AEW. Now I'm not saying I'm one of those tribalistic fans. I'll still check in with WWE to see what's going on. But my preference is AEW because it's fun and it's everything I want in fucking pro wrestling. And I keep tabs on New Japan and Ring of Honor and all this other stuff because why not? Now, speaking of pro wrestling, uh, I do want to touch briefly on... We lost Brody Lee Mm
1: -hmm. a few
0: weeks ago, which was very sudden, very sad. Yeah. AEW did a hell of a tribute show to him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I laughed. I cried. I cried some
1: more. And the thing is, usually I'm the one that watches sad things over and over and over and you were doing that. You were watching everything over and over. I watched a few things a couple of times. Eddie Kingston Mm -hmm. had a really touching uh,
0: speech. I don't want to call it a promo. It It was more of a speech that he gave and just talking about how he wanted to thank Brody for believing in him when he didn't believe in himself and telling his sons negative one Brody Jr or his Brody Lee Jr., kayfabe name, Brody Huber, and his other son, I believe, is Nolan. They call him Rhino. <laughs> which is hilarious. Saying that, your dad's never truly gone. As long as you remember what he taught you in his teachings, he's never truly gone. And I was like... <laughs> I was like damn near sobbing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it was it was really touching. All the stories the guy shared about him. The one match that really got me though was Hangman Adam Page... Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order versus the inner circle of Santana, Ortiz, and MJF. Because there was so much emotion in that match, and Silver wore the matching gear that Brody got him that they were going to do a Beat Being the Elite skit on YouTube with, and it never came to... That match wrecked me. I, I lost it at the end when Silver lost it. It was a fitting tribute. Brody Lee is definitely going to be missed by the wrestling community. I've never seen the pro wrestling community come together with so much love and respect for a guy and I'm hoping maybe this means we can stop all the fucking bullshit of tearing each other down over pro wrestling alright cause we came together for this let's stay together alright fuck it but anyway yeah transmissions my love of pro wrestling we're gonna talk more about that not so much stories but what I'm liking what's cool and what is fucking
1: bullshit well the thing is it's something you're incredibly it's the thing you're most passionate about
0: Yeah, for some reason, something triggered me last year to just watch, 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 watch. And there was a stint there where I didn't watch for several weeks and had six episodes of Dynamite. I'm like, well, I know what I'm going to be doing soon. And I would just watch in bits or watch one or two episodes over the weekend when I was off from work and catch up. And I'm so ingrained in this pro wrestling. I follow pro wrestling pages on Facebook. I listen to pro wrestling podcasts. I can't Seem to get enough of it Follow channels Follow channels on YouTube When I look at my subscriptions See if anything's new 90% of what's in there Is wrestling So I'm gonna be talking a lot more about that We did start a new series Well new to us On Netflix We were just watching it last night And didn't realize there were three seasons of it
1: Oh okay yeah
0: Penny Dreadful Yeah which I had heard about when it first started in 2014. Knew nothing about it.
1: I had never heard of it.
0: We had gone to see friends of ours last year in the lull between spikes of COVID when it was safe to do so. Right after we got married on our little semi-honeymoon getaway. Mm-hmm. And they were telling us about it and they are like, oh, it's got Dorian Gray and it's got uh, Frankenstein and his creature and... God, why am I blanking on whoever else is in it? I know <laughs> we just... <laughs> There's really everybody it. in it. Everybody. And they were just naming all these characters. I'm like, ooh, that sounds really good. And it turned out to be a lot better than I expected. hmm And, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure most people have, because it went from 2014 to, I believe, 2016, I actually like Josh Hartnett's character of Ethan Chandler. Or should we say Ethan Lawrence Talbot because he's a fucking wolf man, or werewolf, whichever you prefer. But he's more of a wolf man, sort of like the old story that Lon Chaney Jr. portrayed in the Universal film, where he was named Lawrence Talbot. Oh, I love it. Nerd <clears throat> boner. Swing. That was my the World reference for the? <laughs> I think the whiskey is getting to me.
1: <laughs> Have another sip. <laughs> it's podcast fuel.
0: It's podcast fuel. It's it's really well done. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it when I first heard about it, because it seemed like one of those oh, Victorian era dramas where everyone is oh so stuffy. Like some of those are just like, nope, nope, I gave it five minutes, I'm out. This is very well done.
1: Well I think what what we're gonna start doing, I haven't talked to you about it, but I mean obviously it's working. Is I'll start a new Netflix series on my own. Mm -hmm. And then I'll usually get, you know, halfway through the second um, season or so. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, Jeff, I'm kind of liking this. You might like it too. And then you start watching it and then I watch you go through it. (laughs) Because we did that with another series as well yeah which which series was that sweet home oh
0: yes yes how could i forget sweet home
1: you're welcome the, the <laughs> south
0: korean monster
1: monsters
0: sea building siege movie yeah, which was not not to diverge from Penny Dreadful. Here's what I'll say about Penny Dreadful. It's fucking awesome. We lots of ser- sex. Uh, lots. lots. of sex. Everybody has sex with everybody. Ninety uh, percent of the characters are great. Dorian Gray is a one-dimensional <laughs> piece of shit. But I get why they did it. By the time the end of the second season came around, <laughs> but yeah, Sweet Home. Let's let's go there because <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. That you was me Yeah, I, I had. Like, yeah, I had gotten into it. Oh, it's it. called Sweet Home. I'm like, where is? It? You're like, oh, it's like monsters and like. Or you start off going, oh, yeah, it's it's that's suicide. And I'm like, hold on, before you go any further, is this going to be depressing? Because <laughs> sometimes she'll be like, oh, I started this series, and it's totally depressing. Totally not what I would watch. It's like, <laughs> oh, this guy found the love of his life, and then she got toe cancer and died, and then he found this <laughs> rescue dog with three legs, and then it got cancer and died, and then he found. A new best friend that he made while working, you know... But he was betrayed and then committed effort. suicide. <laughs> yeah, like this whole... It's like, oh, God, like depressing thing after depressing thing. <laughs> and she goes, well, there's monsters and lots of blood. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Because I love monsters. And, who oh boy, are there monsters in this. The gore is incredible.
1: And the, I will say, the bloody noses are crazy. Oh, it's just like a waterfall.
0: It's not just this it's little... Bonkers. It's not It's just this little trickle that you would see somebody get like, oh, I started too much coke, I got a nosebleed. No, it's like... Gush. All the blood in my head is leaving through my nose. And that's a sign and that they looks, are turning. It looks so real. And it's I'm, freaky. I'm still baffled what the effect is to do it, because it doesn't look like CG. It looks... Like, it's- like somehow they did something to get it to happen. Yeah, I mean not actually give the actors nosebleeds, but <laughs> I have to say, all of the characters, all the actors were spot on. There was not one where I'm like, oh, they're just phoning it in. I wasn't even annoyed with the child actors cuz they
1: were actually really good. Oh, the oh. child actors. That little boy. That little boy ripped he had my the most heart pathetic out. Said <laughs> a when he would start crying. I'm like,
0: "Oh." <laughs> like they watched their dad fall from the building and die. Spoilers. we I mean, it just came out. I'm not going to give too much stuff Well I it.
1: You know, that's it's pretty kind early of in the on, beginning and it doesn't really No, it doesn't give anything away. Yeah, it doesn't give anything away. Like, he just makes
0: his face and starts crying. You're just like, oh. Like, you just want to <laughs> grab him and hold him and console him. Like, it's okay, little South Korean boy. It's okay. <laughs> he's so precious. And he's a good actor, he's too. He's really good. Like, some kids that age just... Eh. This kid was on point. Like, mm-hmm. when he needed to get emotional and start to, you like... You felt it up. with like, him. Oh. Yeah. When he was happy, you were like, I'm so glad he's smiling and playing because... Fuck, he was just crying in the last scene. Everyone was good. Like, even the main character, which, truth be told, I can't remember names right now, So we watched it a while ago. Mm -hmm. But even the main character, like, didn't bother me. Except his hair in the beginning before he cut it. (laughs) I was like, that hair is fucking ridiculous. Please do something about it. But the gore, the story... And I
1: like that it's not your typical, like, oh, people are infected and becoming monsters because of some government conspiracy. They're turning into their desires, but they're as a They're giving into these,
0: like, dark, deep, dark desires and becoming mm-hmm. monsters because of it. Mm-hmm. And the government's like, yo, we're just trying to keep a lid on it. We're trying to research it. Which you think maybe they're like, maybe try and use it for something, but we're not going to tell you. Because you don't get any closure on their end the season ends and you're just like where the fuck are we going now and from what I read there's no immediate plans for a season two and it's like
1: but you you (laughs) so many questions questions. (laughs) you left so many questions (laughs) well I even told you as you know before we started watching it I looked at the description of the last episode and I'm like no no that can't be right because that's gonna leave so many questions like they're not answering anything if this stuff is going on god damn it i have to
0: say that that's probably been my favorite series to binge it's like the effect okay the nosebleeds are great the overall gore is great i like the feel of it the look and feel of it the feel of it is very it gets very claustrophobic like even though they're in this big building with its own little market and stuff everything is so cramped Because everyone is in just these few small areas. Nobody's in their apartments anymore in this apartment building. They've all kind of congregated in one area, whoever's left in this building. And that one little fucker who ran the market, the guy who thought he was so tough beating up his wife, and then when somebody would call him out on it, he's like, went back down immediately. You know what? Kind of like Victor Frankenstein and Penny Dreadful. (laughs) They're both very much the same kind of character. <laughs> I'm tough to a woman. Oh, a man's confronting me? I'm going to back down and tuck my tail
1: between my legs
0: for a second. Uh, if you haven't seen Sweet Home,
1: I would recommend watching it. But if only if you appreciate gore. If you don't appreciate gore, it's going to be tough to watch. That, and I will say, if you're someone that cannot watch a...
0: English subtitled film where the original language track Mm -hmm. is still there I don't believe there's an option to watch it with an English dub which I would prefer to watch the subtitled version anyway with the original Korean language track because I think it's better you're probably not going to watch it but if you're a horror person let's put it this way, if you're the type of person like me who watched Train to Busan and was like this is fucking amazing, you're going to love yeah, 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 for sure because you're going to find characters that you really like such as the badass guy who went after that one dude who was more of a monster he was my than favorite. the monsters. That guy.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>.
0: <laughs> I love
1: that guy. Like The gangster. I, air quotes. <laughs> he's just so like calm the entire time but he's like if I gotta if i need to murder someone i'm gonna murder them
0: (laughs) i like that it turned out and it's not a huge spoiler that he's not really a gangster he's just (laughs) someone that ended up getting hired to do something he has a backstory Uh, but that guy's just like fuck (laughs) and then once the other guy's like you don't know how to use that gun do you he goes i don't need to just turns (laughs) it around and cracks him against right across the head i'm like because they they zoom in the guy notices he had the safety on he goes you don't know how to use that do you and he just goes nope turns it around and just swings it right in the guy's, across the guy's head and I was like he didn't need to know how to use it because he just did that
1: mm-hmm.
0: he, was, he was your melee as you called it he said he's the melee weapon <laughs> yeah. guy you had the firefighter chick who was ex-military or ex-special ops or whatever mm-hmm. who was your ranged weapon she was good with guns <laughs>
1: I hadn't mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, we were like classifying the characters (laughs) in sort of D and D terms. But then there was also the uh, the character with the dog. So if anyone if anyone has seen the show Disjointed, there's a character named Sabine Dortmunder. Oh yeah, and I swear, (laughs) there's the Korean version of her in this movie.
0: So it was really bad because there were a few times where it would get quiet. And there's no dialogue, and you'd just be like,
1: "Chada," <laughs> <laughs> like that character is <laughs>
0: disjointed. But yeah, she looks exactly. I forgot. I was like, "What character had a dog?"
1: And it's funny and like, because yeah, she had her little. You're chihuahua. being serious when you say that we would be watching something where they're in complete silence, and you would just go, because <laughs> they zoom in on her and she just had this look on her face, and you're like, "Maybe it's chada." <laughs> Totally
0: serious moment, and you're ruining serious. it. Serious, and I'm like, I, I can't. It's how I deal. It's how I cope. It's a coping <laughs> mechanism, people. It's it's how I deal with tragedy. Oh. the monsters, though.
1: Mhm.
0: The one with the super long tongue. Mm-hmm. It's that one's revealed pretty early on. Mhm. And yeah, some of it is CG, but the the practical effects they used on that tongue. And on... Oh, so good. There's a few others that are puppets throughout the thing that are Mm -hmm. just so goddamn good.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So good. It's... Just when you think things can't go any crazier, it's like, hold my beer. (laughs) Uh, High high recommendation to watch Sweet Home. I mean... (laughs) If you're a horror fan, if you're a gore fan, if you can handle watching a foreign language film with English subtitles, and you have Netflix, seek it out. I think it needs more attention because it's really well done. There wasn't a moment where I'm
1: like, oh, well, that looks dumb, or oh, I don't really care for that. Everything was like, what the fuck is going to happen And it's fast-paced. So if you like, just, uh, they're on it. If you turn away for five minutes, you might miss something. Yeah because there was that one night
0: we were sitting here I think it ended up being like close to 2 in the morning and you're like you're falling asleep I'm like okay (laughs) so we had to back up the episode the next day so Mm -hmm. I could catch up on what I missed (laughs) and it wasn't much it was maybe 20 minutes but so much happened Mm -hmm. like there are there are very few slow sequences but they're slow for a reason yeah because it's like hey everyone living here needs to catch their breath you watching we're just gonna calm down for a second we have a moment of levity, moment of levity, little humor, and now we're right back to it. It's like, fuck, it was so good, so good, and now back to Penny Dreadful. Oh, the ABC after-school special. Da, 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 da. I don't know why I did that. I think it's the whiskey talking. Because <laughs> I felt like it was a weird transition. She's looking at me like I've lost my mind. Which, yes, yes I am. If you've been listening for a while, you know that's already a thing. Well, that glass of whiskey is dusted. Penny, dreadful. The characters I want to talk a little bit about. So we have Ethan Chandler or Ethan Talbot played by josh hartnett and i'm not going to get all the actors right because i don't know a lot of them because a lot of them are british actors that i don't really know i really like his character he's not my favorite my favorite was sembene or Sembeni, who sacrificed himself towards the end of season two the i don't know Would we you really call him a servant of sir malcolm I'm sure they had an agreement they had more of a contract because he goes oh he saved your life and now you owe him and somebody said I think Chandler said that to him he goes or maybe I saved his life and I'm here to watch over him now like Mm -hmm. oh I never thought about that side of the coin but he, he was so he just looked like more of this bullshit happening All right, let's go but he was so cool such a badass yeah and then just like you said don't allow you when you change into a werewolf to hurt anyone So I'll stand
1: here between you and that door. I was like, oh man, I do not want to see him die. But I also like the fact that he was locked in that little space for a reason. To be unleashed at the right moment. (laughs) Yeah, because the daughter of the
0: main witch who was trying to get Vanessa to, you know, go and bone the devil and all that kind of shit. (laughs) She was like... I'm gonna kill you, so I can take over. There was a whole, there was so many like sublayers to this to this show. Like, here's your main plot, and then oh, here's all the other little things that are happening. So kind of like Sweet Home. If you looked away for a few minutes, you might miss something. The witch characters were were cool. They were kind of fucked up with all the scars, like. Hey, you don't have genitals, and we scarred your nipples and everything else on your body, and you're bald and have weird eyes. Like, ugh. It's creepy. When they were hiding, like, invisible man style against the walls and the... Oof. The witches were cool. I did actually... The witch I really liked was the one that Vanessa went and saw in the little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. She was cool, but she was like, Look, I don't take no shit from nobody you can come here, I'll show you things, but my way, or you get the fuck out. And then kind of warmed up to her own... Oh, but when they burned her, and she didn't even make a sound when that asshole trying to get the land came back and was like, oh, we're gonna burn you, witch, because you do this, and you kill babies, even though they... She's a cut wife. For anyone that doesn't... I'm spoiling this, because I don't care. It's been out for a few years. Spoilers. She's a cut wife. An abortionist, Essentially. So these rich assholes would send their daughters to her, like, cut the baby out, and then go, oh, but you're horrible for what you do. Like, asshole, you're worse for sending your daughter there and going, it's okay, just go there and get the baby cut out and go about your life. You can keep doing whatever you want. We'll just keep having her cut the babies out. Which I'm sure is what they were doing, because I'm sure they were repeat customers. hmm Because she didn't seem like, oh, she goes, they send them to me, and then they condemn me for what I do. Like very very uh poignant for current modern times yeah it goes on but i just like that her character was like no nonsense don't take no shit like i've lived a long life i've seen some shit so i just stay here do what i want i don't deal with anyone's bullshit i keep to myself but dude i i didn't want to see her die and then they covered her in tar and burned her i'm like but she didn't make a fucking sound she just kind of went mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, oh, that's badass. She's like, fine. Yeah. This is my fate. I accept it. You're assholes. You're pieces of shit. What am I going to do? I'm old. I can't fight. I'm like, ooh, fuck. Uh, Dorian Gray is a douche, <laughs> a one dimensional douchebag. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the story of Dorian Gray, he sold his soul, he chartered a painting, and his soul was sold so he could be youthful forever, and all his sins and the aging would reflect in the portrait of him. And he's a fucking douchebag with no growth whatsoever. There was a tiny bit that I saw, but then it was all thrown away. They were like, oh, there's a little bit, and they went, nope for a second I thought, oh, they're broadening his character. When he I'm doing air quotes here, fell in love with Angelique, the whore that he encountered who was Transgender. Transgender. She. Transgender. Mm -hmm. We saw that when she took off her dress and she still had her male equipment. We're like, oh, okay. They were hot and heavy and passionate and he was doing this. I'm like, okay, maybe there's more. And then then he was flirting with
1: so-and-so and and then he would have a thing with the other so-and-so and and then it's like, oh okay, yeah, he doesn't give a shit at all. (laughs) And then when Angelique found out his secret, he was like, oh, you've
0: seen my secret. She found his painting because apparently he didn't close the vault all the way and there was a draft that blew some of the candles out and she was like, oh what's that? It's coming from here. Oh, there's a passageway. And then he killed her and not in a cool way he poisoned her like a little bitch. It's like like a oh, woman you found my
1: secret. And you called it. Mm-hmm. you She're like, "Oh, he probably poisoned her." Well, cuz you said, "Oh, he even got her a glass of he champagne brought, or whatever." Oh, he
0: brought them some wine to have while well, they look at his picture. I was like, and "No." Poisoned it. <laughs> and he didn't take a drink even though he can't die. Angelique drinks it and like looks at him like, "You, you son, son of, of a, a bitch." bitch. <laughs>
1: but I will say the painting how grotesque and hideous it was and I kind of called that too yeah I was like he is ugly on the inside and that's probably what's reflecting and sure enough when we get to look at it it was this changed chained up
0: changed wow hello makers mark for stunting my speech (laughs) but you know what fuck it it's the first show of 2021 people this is what's happening right now this is what we do I just lost my train of thought oh the image of Dorian Gray, the painting. Just this creature hunched over and chained, like heavily chained, like big shackles and just uh, grotesque and scarred and a uh, great old. Gray and powder and, and old. Yeah. You can see it move and more scars show up. And you're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, you're more of a monster than the monsters, such as Frankenstein's creature and the Irish whore he resurrected we'll get to that Brona we'll get to Brona slash Lily slash Queen of the Resurrected Dead Army I don't know (laughs) (laughs) because her character goes from here like you're like oh shit Sir Malcolm kind kind of a dick kind of kind of a dick put his ego selfish selfish his ego and his reputation above the family which I think is what led to him taking his son and having him die in Africa, which is... You think it's a small part, and then it turns out to be something weighing heavily on him by the end of season two. You're like, oh. So you do carry the weight of that burden, you just don't like to show it, because you're like, oh, I'm some Malcolm. Played by Timothy Dalton, perfectly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there were certain times where I kept going this is Simon Skinner-like from Hot Fuzz. I don't like it because this is a serious show. (laughs) Like when he dismissed the death of his wife who's like, oh, well, (laughs) I'll have to change the carpet then. I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Uh uh-huh, okay, okay. The character's cool, but he's not one of my favorites. I'm like, do without him. Talk about your favorite character. I
1: haven't had to, I haven't thought about my favorite character. Do I have a favorite character?
0: Mr. Lyle.
1: Oh yeah, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy kind of playing him. both sides. <laughs> He's kind of being forced to if you think about it. Yeah, he he really is. His
0: you can see that he cares for this group of people brought together to fight the evil and is just forced to do the bidding of the evil witch and her daughter's slash sister whatever kind of incestuous fucking thing was going on with those witches I don't fucking know but yeah he's forced to work for them but he kind of cares about this group he's a great character
1: he's just so cute (laughs) like he's kind of got the chubby cheeks and he's got his hair like kind of dyed or bleached and so it's like two different tones of yellow every orange. time it's never a hair yeah out of place. exactly his beard perfectly styled perfectly styled you, he has some very uh, distinct mannerisms he's all about uh y- you know stuff very high society yes very,
0: very classy yes but a hint of femininity mm-hmm. and you're like oh and he in the very beginning he's talking about oh my wife Mm -hmm. oh she's probably over by the gin. I'm like there's no wife we never see the wife so I'm convinced there's really no wife oh excuse me I think okay because we never see an
1: interaction between him and said wife I think she just isn't important because when possibly he was upset when he was talking about her being upset
0: very true she doesn't really factor into the story at all so there she could definitely be there and just be his beard Because there's a scene towards the end of season 2 where one of the witches is holding him against a wall, choking him. And he pulls out his dainty little derringer that he was given by Ethan before they lay siege to this castle to try and save Sir Malcolm and Vanessa. he shoots her and he says something like, Never underestimate a queen. And I was like, Yes!
1: (laughs) Yes! I was like,
0: I love that legacy. He was like, You think I'm just this weak little piece of shit doing your bidding? No. No, no, no. Not anymore. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) He's always dressed perfectly. His hair, his beard. I like hearing him talk, too. I like that before they were going, he goes down to pray, and you see him put on his yarmulke, and he gets out his scarf and takes out the Torah, because he's Jewish, but he can't say anything, because around this time, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, okay. But I did like, he confided in Frankenstein. He goes, you'll make no mention that I belong to that tribe and Frankenstein was like oh of course not I would never say anything like okay that's your one redeeming quality Frankenstein that you're willing to keep somebody's fucking secret cause other than that let's jump to him he's nothing but an egotistical thinks he's god fucking dope fiend okay cause we find out this fucker's shooting up morphine can't find another vein in his arm so he's shooting it through his fingers when we first meet him he's resurrecting what I thought was his first creature we're so led to believe who picks out the name Proteus and he's such this sympathetic character this guy has these big sad eyes and you feel for this Proteus character you're like oh this is going to be the sympathetic character throughout nope because a few episodes in the first creature returns the firstborn of Frankenstein who takes the name John Clare just fucking rips the guy in half i felt bad because i like proteus he was just this really sad like he had this childlike face and like kind of like the kid in sweet home he had that <laughs> kind of look like and, like the childlike
1: wonder like oh the fairy lights when he's discovering things again for the first time and when he's discovering things for the second time and he's starting to realize that he had a past when he starts like naming the ships thinking of his wife you're like oh you really feel and then
0: nope they're standing there in Frankenstein's lab two hands through Proteus' chest, splits him in two and here comes the first creature the shunned and abandoned creature of Frankenstein from the first go-round which I said, I said he's not the monster in this story he's not the monster everyone makes him out to be Frankenstein's more of a monster, Dr. Frankenstein the people at the waxworks are more monsters than he is he's more human than the majority of the people in this story which is really crazy when you think about it because he's not supposed to be but yet he is which fucking blew my mind when i had that realization ethan's somewhat love interest i
1: guess in the beginning brona Mm-hmm. it's the, not a somewhat love interest they tell each yeah. other i love you Oh, no, he the, says, you know, I love you. The Irish whore who has...
0: Uh, what did they... Consumption? Yes, consumption. I was thinking conception, and I'm like, that's not it.
1: <laughs> uh, hopefully not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the best podcast ever because whiskey makes everything better. Uh, consumption, or tuberculosis. Same thing Doc Holliday had. So we know her character is not long for th- for this world. She's going to die. But we do like her character. Her character is very very matter-of-fact. But charming. Yeah. I liked that version of her character. And then when she dies and as Frankenstein is told by his creature, you'll make me a wife. I need to be happy. You will make me a wife so I can know love. It's like, well, that's not how it works, buddy. But I don't think he fully understands how the world works completely. Still, he's just hell bent on making Frankenstein pay for one bringing him into the world, again, and two abandoning it, abandoning him like he's some piece of shit. It's like, oh, I made you, but you're ugly. You have scars on your face. I, I'm gonna shoot up more morphine and get the fuck out of here. Oh, I'm so oh, no. Oh, I'm a doctor. oh. <laughs> so Broden dies and is essentially resurrected oh, and she didn't die well, she was murdered well yeah murdered at the hands of Dr. Frankenstein
1: mm-hmm.
0: Victor that piece of shit <laughs> and then tells Ethan when he comes back oh it was, it was quick and painless Like, I'll take care of the body I'll of take course. care of the body like, and immediately I'm like uh we know where this is going but we had the creepy moment of him molesting the dead body In his creepy copper resurrection tank full of water
1: Yeah, because he was having a thing with her He turns out he had a thing with her Yeah And she adored him Yeah, yeah. his cousin For a moment we find out For, for a brief moment Mm-hmm. We haven't finished it yet So I'm no, interested No, we have a full third season Which I didn't know was there I'm really interested to see where her character goes yeah, because we kind of
0: went through some of the episodes coming up, and she has a legion of women. A legion it's of like, women? Oh, shit. What's because happening?
1: Because it's it's getting to the point where she's clearly, like, using men. Mm hmm. She had a life of prostitution. Base- uh, forced prostitution because of society, basically. Yeah, because she had no other choice. She's yeah, like, well. and yeah, now she's going to get a revenge, and I'm really excited. <laughs> what I like
0: is it seems those memories have somewhat come back. Like, I think she remembers most of what was going on. And she's like, the moment, because early on Frankenstein's going, oh, well, you have to wear a corset. You have to wear these high heels because you need to be presentable when you're out. Basically telling her, I'm the man. You'll wear this because that's how it goes. And she had that whole speech she was like, oh, you make us wear your corsets and your high shoes because you want us to be docile and content and you need to control us or we get the back of your hand. She's like, no more. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I planned that game. I'm like, oh shit. Alright. Alright. Then essentially she tells Frankenstein's creature, the firstborn, John Claire, oh, I'll love you, but we're gonna rule the world together. After she berates him, calls him ugly, tells him he's like a lowly piece of shit.
1: It kind of reminds me of, uh, in. <sighs> really, Leanne? Throw stuff out. Maybe I can help you. Uh, vampires. Uh, she's the vampire queen, played by Olivia. Queen of the Damned. Yes, where basically her 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 significant other mm-hmm. is beneath her, right? And is basically there to help her with her bidding. Like, I'll be nice to you, but you're my subservient. Like, we're gonna rule the world in quotes. Yeah, together, and it's like that's the kind. The kind of vibe I'm getting yeah, with because Lily. Because she demeaned... Lily demeaned John Claire so bad that it's like, Oh, I love you. Reeling him in. Keeping him as a little pet in her pocket. Mm-hmm. And then kind of does the same thing with Dorian I'm not going to say kind of. I'm just going to say we haven't gotten there yet. Because I'm really enjoying how that got left off. Yeah, because we don't really know. They just are there together dancing. Well, it's like the way I oh, see it, if she has oh. a legion of women... And she's talking about how much she hates men and how much men do this and do this and do this. And that description says she has a legion of women. Guess what? Dorian Gray is just another He's by her side. Oh, my God. I, I just had this flash. She's
0: leading a cult. He's the recruiter for her cult. Think of it that way. A recruiter? He'll get the women because he's charming.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: And they don't turn him down. He's... Yeah. You know, men and women alike. All he have to do is stare at them, oh, stand close to them, and hello, breathe at them. I'm Dorian Gray, and they're like, oh. they're like, fuck me. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'm so bored with it. I uh, like so okay. I can't stand it anyway. <laughs> going back, there was that scene in the first season where there, he was at his home with all his paintings on the walls,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's that orgy going on, and people are drinking and getting high and fucking, and he's just sitting there like bored out of his mind with everything like another orgy so many penises and vaginas around me I'm bored with it all I'm like uh, okay but when you find out he's lived for centuries it's like well I guess you wouldn't be bored at this point but overall overall it's good I don't like that character I don't like the Victor Frankenstein character and I think you're meant to not like him it's not because I'm like oh the actor's not good. The act the acting is solid across the board. I just don't like the character of Frankenstein because he's just a,
1: such a little weaselly piece of shit. He doesn't like to take responsibility. Mm-mm. And he likes to make reckless decisions and he it's a god complex. Yeah. It really is a god
0: complex. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that he's a dope fiend. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, I mean, his character is very much... I play God. I've solved death. I don't need to take responsibility because I can play God. Oh shit, I'm dope sick. I need another hit. Which we saw. When he started throwing up when his first creature comes back and is confronting him. And he's and vomiting and just weak and like shaking. Mm -hmm. And you called it out. You're like that's because he's dope sick
1: Mm -hmm. it's like
0: oh yeah oh yeah the vampires we see in season one they're they're pretty cool pretty different the main the main vampire creatures just yeah great slightly different kind of nosferatu like but not really yeah uh i like the throw-ins of sir malcolm's daughter mina who was engaged to Jonathan Harker who are two characters from Bram Stoker's novel Dracula which I was like okay alright that's pretty cool all the little touches they do here and there I wish we had more of the theater actor that took Frankenstein's first creature in because he was such a he was such a good guy like really cared for the guy really wanted him he's like like, he accepted yeah, you, him for who he was. Exactly. He's like, look, I don't care. I know you're a good person deep down, so I can give you a place to live. You can work here. And we're good. It was give just really cared for. Just had a big heart. Cared. And then when things went down in Frankenstein, this creature, <laughs> or as the theater called him, Caliban, uh kind of misinterpreted some signals from but I think she kind of let him on he's not
1: social he doesn't doesn't understand
0: social cues and
1: she's being a fucking bitch and leading him on
0: but whatever so he ended up getting fired the guy goes look if I could I'd can her and keep you but you know they the people want their ingenue saying like look if I got rid of her I'd have to deal with a backlash of people I'd much rather have you here and I'm sorry to do this I'm like that is the only person that gave a shit about him aside from Vanessa that we see later Mm -hmm. there were only two characters that cared about the creature that was Vanessa and the theater owner which when I told you I didn't realize the theater owner was from The Mummy Returns he was the main the like right hand man to the resurrected uh, oh my god oh my god what was her name Inhotep was The Mummy Anox in the Moon you're sitting there letting me spin you're letting me spin because you knew it it was the main the like her right hand man that I had no idea Mr. Hafez I think mm-hmm. was his name mm-hmm. it's like oh shit all right okay it's like I like that a little because you're like hey we can get that guy from the mummy returns <laughs> kind of the same time frame overall though it's been really good those first two seasons I'm I'm excited to see where season three goes since now they're shipping Ethan back to the states oh as we didn't mention he's the only American in the cast
1: and he's been to California to the Pacific <laughs> yes
0: the New Mexico Torrey New Mexico territory all the way from California as far as the Pacific which ain't that fucking far, but I guess back then... <laughs> it was a lot of distance to travel. To go from this point in California all the way to that there Pacific Ocean. That great big blue piece of water out there. I don't know why I'm talking like that. I don't know. I'll say this. We've spoiled some things, but go watch it. If you haven't seen <laughs> it, look. You'll enjoy the ride getting to these places. It's It's good. I like that they took certain episodes, though, and were like, this one is just focused on this character. Like, one showing what happened to Vanessa. I'm like, okay, that answers a lot of questions. And then from there, they're like, you got the one episode, you don't need any more, moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. And they, they just move through the beats, like... Here's her relationship as a kid with this family. Here's her relationship with Mina, who's her best friend, when they're older. Here's what happened here. Here's why she is how she is, possessed, wanting to be, you know, taken by the devil. Boom. Episode over. Let's go on. I I may I'm excited to get to season three at some point. I don't think there's anything else really. We haven't really gotten into anything else, have we?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I'm trying to think back and see. I should have done more preparation, but this is kind of an off-the-cuff, catch-up state of what's going on, and... We've basically just been paying attention me. to those two shows. Yeah, that's pretty much been it. Sweet Home and Penny Dreadful.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: trying to think if there were any movies that we've watched, and I don't think there have been, really. hmm I've watched a couple of the Friday the 13th movies out of my box set, but... I've seen those so many times. You guys have heard podcasts on those so many times. I don't need to really cover them to an extent. I'll do something with them down the line. Like, here's some of my favorite installments in the series, and blah, blah, blah. Here's why I think Jason is fucking cool, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to go, here's an intellectual breakdown of the first installment of the Friday the 13th series starting in 1980 with the first one, Friday the 13th, where the killer isn't actually Jason, but his mother, Pamela, blah, 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 blah. That's not this podcast we're not intellectuals oh yeah uh, speak for yourself okay you're an intellectual i'm i'm just <laughs> i'm just here to speak into a microphone and then you're the pretty face <laughs> i'm the pretty face you're the brains <laughs> you're the brains i'm the beauty mm, yes mm. i don't know what that was
1: <laughs> i don't know but that wasn't a pretty face that's for sure <laughs> <laughs>
0: moving forward we're going to cover more movies sort of i think a lot in the style that we started to do towards the end of 2020 there those are my favorites those are those are fun to do
1: my attention span is very limited (laughs) so when we get to pause and then come back i'm i'm able to be better no i have a question for you because there's
0: a movie that recently got brought back to my memory that I, i saw years ago that was uh recommended to me by my friend chris sanchez who, listeners of the show, if you remember, he was on for my Marvel retrospective. It's a Steve Martin movie. Now, are you a fan of Steve Martin? He's a Scorpio, so yes. There is a movie called Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Okay. He's think of it as like a comedy crime noir movie. Okay. But they use bits of old movies, so he's interacting with like Humphrey Bogart and these old characters to create this ridiculous narrative of this crime story.
1: Oh, that sounds fun! And I
0: think it's one that we could watch. I found it on Voodoo, but it's only available to purchase for fourteen ninety nine. The only way the only way I could see it back in the day mm-hmm. when Chris first told me about it, was to get the disc from Netflix this, mm. the DVD mm-hmm. and watch it and I'm like yeah. I, I don't feel like upping my, my subscription to Netflix to get discs so I'm gonna keep a lookout and see if we can find it anywhere else maybe there's a cheap DVD on Amazon I can pick up but I think that's one I want to cover with you on the show okay so we'll do that and Nick Cage November 2020 will <laughs> fucking happen will it it will mark your words I will guarantee right now on January 10th 2021 that this year Nick Cage November 2021 will happen even if it means I only get to cover history of swear words on Netflix that he's fucking doing like a fucking genius that he is Nick Cage November will happen And we'll do other theme months that we put together. Because we'll brainstorm and... Possibly.
1: It's already mid-January. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) It's the 10th and we're doing the first show of 2021. So much for that new year show right on the first or the second. I delay. Was that a plan? No. Oh. Do I look like a guy who has a real plan when I do this? No. No. I never planned anything. But 2021, I'll plan more. already planned Nick Cage November. So, now we just have February through October. I had to stop and think what month comes before November. A lot. Whiskey brain. (laughs) Yes, there are a lot, but I mean the specific (laughs) month directly before November, which is October. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's where we stand. We're getting a new logo. We're not going to cover anything political. It's movies. It's movies. It's TV shows, it's fun shit Transmissions about wrestling Transmissions about movies that I've watched That maybe Leanne has no interest in TV shows that she has no interest in Whatever else The fuck I want to talk about That's where we stand Skewered Universe 2021 Hashtag make podcasting Ridiculous again I don't know I really don't know with all that being said this has been an episode brought to you by whiskey suck a dick <laughs> I always have the worst timing. <laughs> I'm trying to compose myself to do to do the last bit here and I can't co- <laughs> anyway that's it here from us of the Skewered Universe have a good 2021 make it the best suck as many dicks as possible yeah yeah have fun with them <laughs> Be kind to those dicks as well. And keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit... fucking skewered.
1: Check out Skewered Universe Podcast at the following links. SkeweredHead.com Facebook.com slash groups slash Skewered Universe Podcast SkeweredUniverse.podbean.com Twitter at SkeweredU Instagram, Skewered underscore Universe Email the show at skewerduniversepodcast at gmail.com.